Wake, wake up. up. Wake up. Wake up. You ready to get funky? It's partly cloudy today with a high of 48. Overnight low at 28. Partly cloudy tomorrow, 51. 28 in Grand Rapids, 27 Muskegon, 28 Wyoming, Kenwood area. So I think next week you're going to really feel the good side of spring. Right now you're feeling the cold side of spring. For sure. Next week, Christine, though, it's going to be better. I hope so. Fingers crossed. Let's hope so. More sunshine. Fingers crossed applesauce. Yes. Yeah, do you know that one? I think it goes, isn't it legs crossed applesauce? No, that's your dating life. Why is applesauce involved? I don't know. That's your life, man. It's you know your business. It's not my place to judge. We're just, we're just friends. We're not. We're not a couple. So, <laughs> somebody text in, please, and let her know it's fingers crossed applesauce. Or call six one six six triple zero ninety five seven. And if you could somehow call and explain to Christine. Why that sounded so inappropriate, that would probably be wise as well. <laughs> Fingers crossed applesauce. But, hey, uh, that's something I learned when I was a kid, and I know today's mm-hmm. the first ever most unique please help me daddy tips is today at 730. Yes, it yeah. is. So are you nervous? I am, but please, please help me. Yeah. <laughs> the please, please help me daddy tips at 730. And, of course, you know, at 8 o'clock, your chance is up to $10,000. Getting that money, that tax money, that vacation money. Maybe uh, you need a new couch. You could easily buy a couch with ten thousand dollars. Well, I mean, maybe not. If you depends on the couch you want. Good lord, how 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 high maintenance are you? A ten thousand dollar couch? It must be an amazing sectional one that you can sink into and have the best naps ever. Or it's artsy and it's uncomfortable. No, no. Yeah, no, I know. No. A hard pass. <laughs> yeah. Did you hear me saying apple dapple do during that? I did. That's a Connie thing. She used to say that all the time when she was younger, I guess. Aw. She thought the words were apple dapple do. Christine thinks uh, when they're talking about a sidewalk in uh, the song Driver's License by Olivia Rodrigo that it's Cyclops. I hear it every time, Fish. <laughs> You've ruined it. Every single time I hear Cyclops. <laughs> Wait, what's it say? Cyclops. <laughs> wow. Every time what key was that that you just sang in uh, right? i don't think there was a key for i think that. you just invented <laughs> a new key i think you invented a new key just probably like no they uh there's like uh there's songs uh they now you hear them when someone does something like that mm-hmm. now every time in that song i hear it as well I know it's sidewalks, but I can hear Cyclops, and it drives me <laughs> insane. You've ruined it for me. I apologize. There's a couple songs like that. Do you want me to ruin them? No. Aw. Yeah, that's okay. Thank you, though. I don't need... <laughs> yeah. By the way, uh, it's crisscross applesauce, it people is. said. Crisscross applesauce. 
crisscross applesauce. What did I say it was? Fingers, Fingers crossed. crossed. Fingers crossed applesauce, I think, is a thing as well. No, it is crisscross applesauce, which is why I said legs crossed applesauce. Uh-huh. That doesn't make sense still to me. Legs crossed. Crisscross applesauce gives you a hand clap, crisscross applesauce. Put them in your lap. What? Yeah, what? Somebody sent us a <laughs> screenshot of it's apparently from a song. It's oh. just sitting with your legs crossed like this. Yeah. Nah, I think it's your That's f- all. Fingers crossed applesauce. I still think it's that. I think that's maybe that's I a think Lansing you thing. You made that up. That might be your love life. I, I grew up in Lansing. <laughs> it is my love life. <laughs> you clearly don't know what marriage is because that's exactly what it is. Not for all of us, Steve. I know. I'm pretty great. Yeah, okay. Oh, look at me. I'm Steve. I make babies and balloon animals. Whoop-a-dee-doo. Up yours. Okay, make seven up yours. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing good. You seem rested today. Did you uh, finally use my idea of a little bit of brandy on the lips? No, I did not. But uh, Charlotte actually took a nap for two days in a row, so that was pretty crazy. That's a first. Yeah. Wow. I know. Okay, so why, why, what are you doing different to get her to nap? Telling her that outside is crappy and cold and wet. Uh, <laughs> Did you say it just like that? Pretty much. <laughs> yeah, it's no fun outside. We need to take naps. So she gets FOMO. Well, I mean, she just has a hard time falling asleep when the sun's up, which sucks, too, because now after the uh, time change, mm-hmm. she stays up later. And it's like, ugh. You got to break her over that, man. FOMO is fear of missing out. And I think she gets FOMO like when it looks good outside. She's like, no. Oh, yeah, she wants to go outside when it's nice outside, that's for sure. And if she doesn't get her way, does she uh, get very stubborn? She gets very repetitive. Want to play with me? 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 (laughs) Do you remember that uh, episode of Family Guy? Have you seen the clip? Mom. Yes. Mommy. Mama. Mama. Mommy. Mama. Mommy. Mama. Mamu. Mommy. Yeah, I love that. What? (laughs) And what does he say? Something like hi, hi yeah. and then runs away. <laughs> oh God! Is that so? That's actually legit. I just thought that was uh, them being funny. Yep. And then she saw some cartoon the other day too, where she does, or the, where the kids in the back seat of a car were going, "Are we there yet? Are we there yet? Are oh, we there gosh. yet?" Yeah, she does that every time we get in a car. Oh God! Because she thinks it's funny. <laughs> yes. That reminds me of how some parents got mad about the show Caillou because he was uh, teaching kids how to act poorly. What's Caillou? Oh yeah, I remember this was a few years Do you ago. Remember right? that? What was he doing for kids to act poorly? Like, he was just an overreactor. He would complain and whine to get his way Oof. all the time. And Oof. kids were learning from him, and parents were really Oof. not happy with that show. Yeah, so apparently, I, I, I did some research into that because she started watching, and I just stopped it immediately. Yeah. But apparently, that was originally based off of books, I believe. Is there books or just, like, uh, comic books or a comic strip or something? But he's supposed to be much younger so they made him older in the cartoon. Mm-hmm. And so now it doesn't make sense why he acts so horrible in the oh, cartoon. Oh, that's terrible. <laughs> yeah, so, so you got this toddler acting like that, whereas in the in the other one, he's like an infant or yeah. just like real young. Oh, maybe your kids will act like that then as they get older. That'll be cool. I hope not. I hope so. Then take that with your baby making. Every time I think of Adam Levine now, I always think of Blake Shelton, which leads me to think of The Voice. Yeah. And didn't you say he might be, there's a rumor, he might be, not be coming back to The Voice? Yeah, apparently he dropped some hints on the last episode. I'll have to see if I can find a clip of that. Yeah, and well, the the hook is, by the way, I mean, is it because Ariana Grande is coming in for no more money? I don't think so. Yeah. I think it's because he's been doing it a long time. He wants a break. Probably. He can come back, but he is a staple. Like, I'll believe it when I see it. 
But if yeah. it is about money, I do think he's because Ariana Grande is making like seventy-five times what he makes. Yeah, twenty it's to like, twenty-five mil. Yeah, it's insane. Like that's what she's making, and he probably makes. The last when we talked about this, and after doing some research, it seems like he makes the last of what we knew fourteen mil. Oh my God! How does, How he, does he even live? live? I know. <laughs> Thank God for Gwen Stefani. And her sweet, sweet cash Seriously. to really help put towards that mortgage. Mm-hmm. Are you a coffee person, Christine? Yep, I got my coffee right here. How many cups of coffee do you drink a day? Mm. Think about that, Steve. I'm not, you're next. I just drink my Yeti size. So what is there, like three cups in here? Two, uh, I, three I cups? That doesn't, is that three cups, Steve, or more two? Not, I mean, I make yeah, three cups. Two to three-ish. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so you're three cups. That's quite a bit. Yeah. I don't Steve, always finish it. I say four to six. Whoa. So apparently, according to Portugal, they did a study that you should be drinking the sweet spot for coffee. The exact number of cups of coffee you should drink a day exactly is five. Hmm. I'm not a coffee. I don't drink it at all. It's the point where you'll be the most alert and also your memory will be better and you'll learn stuff faster. Now, Alicia doing a cleanse went from four to one. She's allowed one cup of coffee a day and she's noticed that she has clearer head and more energy. So I don't think, I think that's just, I think they make a lot of really good coffee in Portugal, I would think. Yes, I was going to say, they're probably just using that to sell more coffee beans. Yeah, (laughs) Portugal. (laughs) Trying to manipulate us, you son of a gun. Tax question of the day is next. BTS, Christine was just telling me something about BTS the other day. What was it? It was like a celebrity or something with BTS? Yeah, so they teamed up with McDonald's. They're coming out with their own meal, kind of like their collaboration they did with Travis Scott and Michael Jordan back in the day. Now they've teamed up with BTS, so I don't know what their meal is going to be yet. Would that be like the BTS burger? Hmm. What would yours be? Mine? Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. Was it your fried fish type of thing? I'd be fish, right? But I'm not a fish guy. (laughs) That's the funny thing. Everywhere, this whole career of mine that we've been doing this, Connie and fish, obviously we lost Connie earlier this year to cancer. Everybody was like, the Friday night fish fry was kind of a layup, but I don't eat a lot of fish. Mm Mm-hmm. So it didn't really make total sense. Well, it has to be something that you would order that you love. Obviously, it would probably be Taco Bell. Yeah, well, of course. <laughs> Yo, Kiro, say not so much fish for fish. That's what it would be. What would yours be? Huh? It's got to be. It's got to be something to do with like spicy chicken. Honestly, there you go. I that, love that's that. my fave. Mm, that sounds good. Mm-hmm. Steve. Mm, I mean, with my last name, it could be something weird. Oh Maybe yeah. A hot dog. Bonner. <laughs> yeah. Hot dog. Bratwurst or something. The Bonner brat. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, I like that one. <laughs> Bonner and a brat. Steve always wins those. I know, Mine right? just sounds nasty. Like, I wanted to open up a, uh, I wanted Connie and I at the beginning of our career to open up a, uh, like, a strip club, mm-hmm. for lack of a better phrase. A mm-hmm. uh, gentleman's club, you know? And I'm like, we could call it Connie and Fishes. And she's like, no one will go. It's disgusting. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, yeah. That's just terrible. Okay, text question of the day. Let's talk about dating. It's going to be kind of fun today. I'm curious to see how the Click of Six reacts to this. Mm-hmm. Makes you, I know it's a little bit creative for midweek, but still, what is something somebody could write in their online dating profile that immediately wouldn't be a but it'd be a turn off? This is all because yesterday we had a rando texto. And uh, the rando texto actually uh, 
was from a member of the Click of Six whose guy, this dude, inboxed her and said, uh, if I could touch your butt, you could touch my beard. Yeah, essentially. And for some reason in my head, I think there's more to that story where she was like, I love your beard or something. Yeah, but probably. Who knows? Maybe he just uses it all the time. So on the flip, someone, what could somebody write, Christine, in their online dating profile that would be an immediate turnoff for you? So I actually, <laughs> I didn't tell you guys this, but... On Sunday, I was feeling real bored, and I re-downloaded Bumble. Oh, boy. Nice. And, I mean, I deleted it a few hours later. Oh, <laughs> why, do you have to pay for it, or is it for- No, 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 no. I was just like, all right, I see why I got off of it. Oh, you should let me like, have fun with that for it's, you. It's not fun. But it, it's funny because I actually swiped left, which means no, on someone because um, a question in his profile was, what's a food that you could eat for the rest of your life? Yeah. And he wrote pineapple pizza. Yeah, that's One not my thing. So I was like, People love it. that's a big fat no. Really? Yeah, no. And I also don't like gym pictures, and oh I don't God. like people holding fish in their pictures. And there's too many of those. She is going to, without a shadow of a doubt, end up with somebody that is an avid fisher, works out all the time, and eats pineapple pizza. You are so jinxing no. yourself. You say that. I used to be just like you. I'm telling you, I can't wait. I can't wait. You know what you do, Christine? You just get half the pizza. Mm-hmm. But I, uh, as far as someone working out, <laughs> I don't think so. Oh, really? Not, not like a gym rat, because they're always in the gym, and then they expect you to be in the gym with them, and that's never going to happen. Uh, I, think, I mean, they just be with a guy that doesn't expect you to be with in the gym with him. I, man, I'd love to be with someone. The, I was like, it's Wednesday. Are we working out? <laughs> <laughs> yes. I, you are. I need that activity. I need someone to motivate me. Okay, so Christine, what is something somebody could write in their online dating profile that would be an immediate turnoff? So you chose 17 things. Pineapple yeah. pizza, gym pictures, fish pictures. Pineapple pizza. <laughs> Jim and fish. Steve, what about you? Mine's easy. Mine's uh, if you write enjoys outdoors, I am swiping left. Really? Wow. <laughs> I don't want to do anything outside. Oh, wow. See, it's funny because like Fish was saying, he wants someone to motivate him to work out. I, yeah. I would like someone who's more active than I am in the sense to where they're outgoing and like to go and like do activities outdoors and stuff like that. Okay. No. Okay, so here's what we're going to do. Click a six. You can weigh in all the ways. Uh, Steve chose uh, enjoys outdoors. Interesting. Uh, because you love going on walks with your kids. So that's what, what throws me right I, there. I don't love that. It's just a good way to kill time. Oh, gotcha. Oh, my God. Okay. Brother, you are so... I, I miss Connie every day, but God, I wish she was with us right now. She would be loving this. You are so beat down, and I'm sorry. She wouldn't be loving your pain, but just... Oh, my goodness. Like, I can hear us... Turning off the microphone, Steve's in a different room, like it's like an isolated room, and I can actually hear Connie just <laughs> laughing at you because yeah. of uh, the weirdness. Okay, so something that somebody could write on their online dating profile that would be an immediate turnoff, and again, it could be serious or weird. Yeah. Uh, I mean, like, for example, Connie's one of the closest friends I've had in my whole entire life, obviously, it was like a sister to me, and she loved those snapped shows, but it always kind of freaked me out. So those are a little bit weird. But for me, it would be single woman, a single woman, a searching guy that she can completely boss around 110% of the time that will have no input in the relationship. 
And what confuses uh, me about it is it's kind of hot, but kind of not, all at the same time. Right? Yeah. I mean, they got drive then, probably. Yeah, exactly. It's kind of like looking for the girl with crazy eyes. Mm-hmm. You love crazy. Oh, I do, but do you want to marry crazy? But the thing is, no one is ever going to indicate in their profile, I'm the boss of the relationship. You bow down to me and kiss my feet. Yeah, there's a website where there's actually a website you can find people like that (laughs) if you want me to give you the web address. So uh, there's a gentleman that's kind of been, uh, he started calling us last week. His name is Ira. How you doing, Ira? Good morning, Fish. Good morning, Christine. Good morning. Ira, you got to talk to the guy in the back real quick. His name is Steve and say good morning to him. Good morning, Steve. Steve, I spoke to him yesterday. Yes. Okay, so Ira, here's something that's become kind of interesting, and you've made an impact on our show this week, and I'm sure that you do all the time. Ira well, likes- I've, I like to lift up the, the station very, very much. <laughs> yeah, he calls all around town, like all different, not all around town, but all different markets, and it chooses a market, and, and he likes to give the weather, which we're going to have you do in just a sec. Here's the problem. Everyone thinks you're me. Uh, okay. Very good. Okay. okay. And here's why. Because in back about, uh, like, in the past, every time I eat, like, a red pepper, which I have some in front of me right now, every time I eat a red pepper, I sound like you. For some reason, there's a tart in it. So they think I'm doing this, and we're pre-recording it, and it's all overlapped and stuff. Well... It isn't pre-recorded. I'm, I'm the, I'm the weatherman. I know, I know you are, and I'm not, and you are you, and I am me. But I want to show you what what they're talking about, and then uh, we'll have Steve or Christine have us say something, or you can say anything, and we'll. But and I want to okay. see if it's really that accurate because I don't think it is. Okay. 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 Hold on here. So I'm gonna take one of these here. One sec. Oh. Oh my God. Ira. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? Okay. Okay. So, Ira, this red pepper changed my voice. So you so you sound like me. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> so here's what we'll do. Christine, go ahead and lead the conversation. Hey, guys. How's it going? Very, very, very good. Very, very good. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Any plans for the rest of the day? Well, i got to be walking around the, the city today. It's a beautiful day. Just take a a hike. A hike. Where are we going to hike today, Ira? Well, I go from my house. Your house. Which is on Bartow Avenue. Oh, okay. And <laughs> I go to uh, Pelham Parkway. I oh. walk all the way to Pelham Parkway. That sounds... That's a, that's a long walk. It is. It's um. It's a mile. Oh, okay, the pepper's gone now. Do I even <laughs> sound like him? <laughs> Ira, is that weird or what? It is. So obviously, uh, Ira, like, here's what happened. Like, we, I just love your voice, and I and thank for, you. For some reason, I can get close to your voice, and for some reason today, I'm not as close, of course, because you're on the phone with us. For some, but yesterday, I was talking to Christine very suggestively in your voice. <laughs> yeah, off the air, she kept having me talk to her. She t- kept having me say, "I'm going oh, to." You, you know, you you people lift up. 
my mornings very, very much. Okay, well, I wanted to make sure it wouldn't offend you, but I, I yeah, for no, some No, it yeah. does not. Okay. <laughs> if so, you want to sound like me, I do. go right ahead. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give Christine 77 trombones. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, Ira. What's the weather, man? One oh. percent precipitation, humidity at seventy percent, and the wind is four miles per hour. Right now, on the poly cloudy skies, twenty-eight degrees, going up to forty-six degrees. You heard it a mix, ninety-five point seven with fish. Christine, Steve, and Ira, the weatherman. The weatherman. <laughs> I love it. Thank you, Ira. Wow. <laughs> Ira, you are amazing, brother. Have a great day. Oh, listen, ever since I started with you, Fish, and you know, Wes, you know, it, it brings very, very beautiful Aw. Thank you, Ira. How do you feel about doing a, 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 a thing in the future called Sex Tips with Ira? I love it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I really give you the water. Ira, you really sounded like, yeah, yeah, you really sounded sure for that. But thank you, man. We'll talk to you in a couple days, okay? Listen, uh, uh, Fish. Yes. Um, uh, off the air. Listen. Um, We're on the air right now, I just do, so you know. I do weather. Uh-huh. For a radio station in West Virginia, Charleston, West Virginia. Okay. For Steve and Jenny okay. in the morning. Okay. And Steve Bishop, he knows me from uh, the Jay Thomas show. He used to listen to Jay Thomas. Okay. And I called him up a lot. Long time ago, he said, "You're the Ira from the Jay Thomas show." I said, "Yes, I am." You never know who listens to Jay Thomas. That's I. <laughs> Thank you for promoting another. I don't even know who Jay Thomas is. I'm kidding. I know who you are, Ira. Ira, thank you so much, man. You have a wonderful no, day. No, I think I'm gonna tell Christina Palumbo. To give you a call. I, I please do. Please do. I would love that. And thank you, man. You have a good one, okay, brother? Okay. Okay. Bye. Bye have Ira. a good day. No, you have a good day. <laughs> thank you. No, Bye. thank you. Okay. Right. Bye. <laughs> he thinks, okay, he thought we were off the air. Yeah. B, he's like, he's that guy. So, Ira, I got to go. Uh, we're going to play a song or something. Okay. So fish. <laughs> like, That's a new conversation. I'm like, Ira, I literally just wrapped up the break. But did you? <laughs> I've got to play Lady Gaga. Lady Gaga. She's something. Meat dress. Yes, Ira. Yeah. Meat dress. <laughs> I love that guy. It's Lady Gaga, Mix 957. I've learned some stuff next for you. I learned something today. Every time I learn something new, it pushes some old stuff out of my brain. I'm learning. What did you learn? <laughs> All right, uh, I've learned a few things. I want to share them with you. Limping. Uh, like uh, when you hurt your leg and you're limping. Yeah. Some people will limp on purpose. You know what I'm saying? That actually was a popular trend in the mid-1800s in the United Kingdom. The Princess of Wales had rheumatic fever that gave her a limp. 
And because she was a huge fashion icon and trendsetter, other women started limping on purpose. Interesting. <laughs> What's up? I was dragging my leg. Yeah. That was weird. Marilyn Monroe was born the same year as Hugh Hefner. Hmm, I think wow. I, had, I did know that. She was born June 1st, 1926. He was born two months earlier on April 9th. Game of Thrones. <laughs> Steve just hates talking about Game of Thrones because of... The final season. Yeah, you're just not a fan of it at all. No. Well, Game of Thrones to make one episode, Steve, especially the final season, was how much money? Like 50 million or something? Yeah, well, they had, uh, actually, it was 10 million per episode at the beginning, mm-hmm. right? Is that right? Is that accurate? Because that's Sounds what I've seen. Right. Okay. Same budget as Friends, the show Friends. Yeah, it's because each cast member was making like a million dollars per episode or something like that. Bingo. Salaries. Now, the big price on the tag on Game of Thrones in the last season, same fact. Oh. But Game of Thrones, when everybody was cheap, cheap, maybe 100, 2, 3, 4, 500 grand an episode, yeah. or whatever they were making, mm-hmm. which is still a ton of money. Game of Thrones actually was as much as Friends. And that was the. And think about what you got for Game of Thrones. And in Friends, it was like nothing yeah. as far as the, is a soundstage. Yeah. Right? Al Green's Take Me to the River. Do you know that song? I do. Take Me to the River. You know that? Mm-hmm. In the water. Yeah, that was a big hit, but it made its biggest chunk of royalties. How? On the singing fish. Bingo. Oh. Big wow. mouth. The ones that people hang like yeah. above their fireplace oh, or whatever. So funny. Big mouth Billy Bass is <laughs> yes. his name. Yeah. Yeah. And finally, the only people who can le- legally. Now, you know what a switchblade is, Christine? I know Steve does. Yeah. You pop it up and the knife, mm-hmm. the blade comes out of the handle. The only person who can legally bring a switchblade into the United States is someone who is missing an arm. I know. Maybe for a reason? If you don't have an arm, <laughs> you can actually legally, now you can't carry it on a plane. Right. I don't think. But you can, you can legally bring a switchblade into the United States if you don't have an arm. I mean, that makes sense because it's... Uh... Oh, it's it's harder to unsheath a, yeah. a knife or, or, or open unsheath? up a knife. Unsheath? What are we making horse babies? Like, like? <laughs> well, what do you mean? It's the, you just open it. You press the button. Yeah, no. Well, I'm saying if if you only have one arm, it's hard to like pull mm-hmm. out the knife from a sheath. Yeah, but the switchblade comes out of the handle. That's what I'm saying. Is that that's why it's but legal? You just it's say easy. Un- unsheath seems. You just don't like fancy. The, you don't like unsheath. <laughs> it sounds no. It's because of the the horse thing. I don't know what that is. It's uh, I that. I don't know. Yeah, it is. Go You're get it. Go Google it. I don't want to Google, Google it. Sheath. Yeah, do it, do it. I think I'm saying that right. <laughs> Text question of the day here is coming up, Christine. It's a it's a fun one. It uses your imagination, if you will. What's some What's something someone could write in their online profile that would be an immediate turn off? Yeah, for me, I mean, like, uh, one, I, I remember this one girl I knew, and I want, uh, really wanted to date her at one point earlier in my life, and she had a, a dragon. Like, n- not a fire-breathing, flying dragon. like just Not like uh, Game of Thrones, but she had a dragon, and I was like, nope, bearded dragon yeah. is what it was, mm-hmm. which is not something you should Google. Uh, somebody else, like, uh, for another thing, like, someone that loves drama, I know that's too much in my life. I get enough drama. And then uh, Christine says pineapple. Steve says enjoys the outdoors. Your <laughs> answers could be via the app, via the text, or just email. Let's go email at ConnieandFish.com. Let's peep what's Toad's trending. Toad's trending. I can't do the show today at all without uh, talking about what happened yesterday 
in Minneapolis. And it's not working. The sound? Yeah. Okay, so, uh, Christine, you know what happened yesterday in Minneapolis, right? Yeah, um, Derek Chauvin, the guy who was accused of killing George Floyd uh, last year, was found guilty on all three charges. Yeah, he actually, uh, he's second-degree murder. That's uh, found guilty yesterday and second-degree murder, third-degree murder, and manslaughter and the death of George Floyd. He's facing up to 75 years in prison. Now, the one thing that a lot of us in what we do and a lot of people probably in general were concerned about was obviously when that verdict came out if it had gone the other way or whatever was riding one way or the other and it doesn't seem like there was anything really too destructive anywhere in the united states that i saw one way or the other so yeah. that's that that was kind of uh kind of refreshing and a little bit nice to see so just so you know, an update on that again. It's third in case like or somebody's like, hey, so what's he doing? He's what's he get got again? 75 years in prison. And he was found guilty on second degree and third degree murder, as well as manslaughter and the death of George Floyd. On a much, much, much lighter note, Steve and I last year went on a journey together for or I think this was a couple of years ago. Uh, we went on a journey together and we actually uh, had a, a pretty good time. Son of a gun. Is this not going to work either? Okay, there we go. I'll get it there. My audio site today is not working, which is uh, always fun when you do live radio. We're not one of those shows that pre-records. So anyway, uh, we had a lot of fun uh, hanging out in front of a water thing, and I'm going to talk about it here in just a sec. Steve, do you remember when we uh, we went and uh, stood? I posted it up on our social media, actually. Do you remember when we went and st- uh, to that park that had the water that shot up? Oh, yeah, yeah, From yeah. the ground, and we stood in there, and then I, I was it your phone or my phone that got ruined? Uh, it was your phone. Yeah, so my phone got ruined, so we never got to post the video. Well, there's somebody who just recently posted a video of their son doing the same thing that Steve and I did, saying the thing that you shouldn't say, but it's proof positive that kids get to say whatever they want to say. What are you doing? I can't my new ball. What are you doing? I'm my new ball. Does it feel good? Yeah. Okay, so do you know what he's saying there? Can you tell? Uh, I think. <laughs> Just use a word I, I, that I rhymes the, I, with it. Well, I heard at the very end, does it feel good? And he says, yeah! yeah. <laughs> Take a listen one more time and see if you recognize it. Here we go. This is the kid that, again, standing in, on top of a fountain. What are you doing? I can't my new ball! What are you doing? I'm with my new ball. Does it feel good? Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what he's saying, Christine? Did I hear ball? Well, I was going to say, right, use a word that rhymes with it. It's, Mall. It's tickling my malls. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. Or halls, walls, falls. Yeah. Yeah. The things that kids get to say, I think, it's just incredible. That was uh, supposed to be a lighter do- note after we just talked a little bit earlier about George Floyd and to kind of flip the subject. That was the goal of that until we had audio trouble. But uh, that is funny, though. I like that audio. Would you, as an adult, go do that randomly and scream that out loud? <laughs> I wouldn't scream it, but I might just try it. I mean, the kid seems to enjoy it. He said he did. Yeah. <laughs> makes a good sense. It makes good sense, right? Right. I, I just, I, for some reason, when I, when I saw that video, and it's, it's a kid in a swimsuit on the, standing over one of those water things that shoots up from the ground, and he's uh, actually really, really having a, a very good time. What are you doing? I can't my new ball. What are you doing? Does it feel good? Yeah. Yeah, it feels good. Yeah. And I, I was listening to that. I was imagining Steve 
saying to me, what are you doing? And I'm like, it's tickling my malls. <laughs> <laughs> and everybody's looking over going, what are those two? And then I'm going, does it feel good? And, and you're like, like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it just seems, <laughs> seems like we might go to jail for that yeah, or something. I, I don't know say. why. It seems like we would get in trouble. And the kids get away with the darndest things. So if you want some solid, rainy, overcast weather and you don't want to move to Seattle, just jump on a plane and go to England. That's what Prince Charles uh, and uh, William uh, got to experience with Harry, who's probably tan for a ginger. I'm a ginger. I can say that. So here's what happened last weekend. Last weekend, Prince Harry went home to England because he now lives in California, but he went home to England to bury his grandfather who passed away, Prince Philip. And he goes to the funeral. And, you know, last we saw Harry, we, Americans, and anybody on TV saw Harry, he had not had a relationship with his father. His father won't talk to him. His grandmother, the queen, has been amazing with him. And uh, allegedly, according to what he's saying or being told he should at least say, and then uh, William, they're kind of like rocky. Yeah. So everybody's like, okay, what's going to happen here? So apparently, Harry sends a letter to his dad and says, look, uh, this is according to one of his sources, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, before arriving to London, he says, look, uh, I, I, you know, he wrote a deeply personal letter to his dad saying, here are the reasons I left. You know, I left the I monarchy. Left. <laughs> I left the monarchy. The British, it's British. You don't mm-hmm. speak British. You don't understand. <laughs> Here's one of the reasons I left the monarchy. I obviously will respect it, but you know, we did this interview and I, I, you're my father, I love you, all that crap. So Charles did meet with Harry while he was there, mm-hmm. but Prince Charles will not meet with Harry alone. Someone needs to be with him. Prince William, by the way, met with Harry while he was there, but William will not meet with him alone. What? There needs to be someone with them. So Charles and William got together and said, sure, if you want to meet with us, you can, but it needs to be with both of us in the room because we don't trust your people. Wow. I Do you blame them? Like, you say, wow. I'm like, yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't either. I mean, I get it. Whether the, whether Harry told the truth or not, whether Meghan Markle told the truth or not, because no one really knows except those people. Mm-hmm. You want to believe they did, but no one knows except those people. I don't care if they did or not. I would not be alone with Harry right now. He is Oprah's guy. And and, and clearly, he and his wife are going to go on TV and talk about it in the future. So I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't go 10 feet from him without someone around. Maybe even recording it. Well, I'm glad that they even had a conversation. At least all three men were able to be in the room. And hopefully they hopefully they resolved some of their issues and can move forward. If your sister and mother did to you, or Steve, if your brother and father... Uh, if your brother did to your you and your dad, like if, if basically if your sister Christine or Steve, your brother, did what Harry did to you, would you be in alone in a room with him, whether he's telling the truth or not? I wouldn't. I, I mean, wouldn't. I'd be yeah. alone in the room, but I I wouldn't trust that the conversation wouldn't leave the room and become public. Or he could take things from the room that you never said. That's why they want two people in the room with him. So basically, Harry's dad and brother won't be alone in the room with him is what we're talking about right now. And I completely agree with them. I, I, you know, if anything, if if sixty percent of what Meghan Markle and Harry said they did, you know, it's crap. Let, let alone the obvious racial things, which is some of the stuff they did. That's crap. But you kind of Harry always kind of knew what he signed up for. So, and of course, by the way, 
Wait, what do you mean Harry knew what he signed up for? He grew up in this lifestyle. He knew what was going to happen. He yeah. knew all this. He knew how they would treat Meghan Markle. He was he should not be surprised. His mother was treated that way. There are movies about it. Yeah, I think a show on Netflix. I think he he knew, but I think he's always been the one who has wanted to kind of step away from the royal family. I think Meghan Markle coming in the picture is what gave him that push. To really step away see, now I, that he has his own family. See, I don't. And he knew he would never have the throne, so it's kind of like whatevs. I don't think that's exactly what he said to whatevs. You're one plane crash and he gets the throne. I'm. Well, th- did you actually know that heirs to the throne are not allowed to be all in a plane together? Yeah, I did actually. Be, yeah. yeah, it's it's British. Mm-hmm. That's my. I'm actually not allowed to fly with my brother. Are you an heir to a throne? I'm 275th down the line. <laughs> it can happen any single day. The That's porcelain why. throne. The por- yeah, the porcelain yeah, there throne. You go. Thank you. Yeah, I am. I, I am king of the crapper. <laughs> You're welcome. Daddy tips with Steve next. We are looking at a first. Mm-hmm. We are staring straight in the eyes, specifically the right one, of a first. Mm-hmm. Steve, fish. What is this a first of? This is the first time I am asking for the click of six help with helping to raise my child because <laughs> I need some tips. Steve is uh, not a phone person. He's one of those guys, so he's not asking you to call in with tips. He's asking you to text in, message via the app. It's a free download or email the show with tips, tip to help him with his little problem. Yes, and that way, I too, I can have a big laundry list of things I can try that is easily referenceable. Could you throw it up on the website, too, maybe, as well? Yes. That wouldn't be a bad idea. Yeah. Well, well, what I hope to do is I hope one of these tips, or maybe a combination of a couple of them, will solve the problem, and then I will basically write a blog that shows, hey, these two tips work for me. Here's a bunch of other ones to try as well. The problem is, by the way, his two-month-old Izzy. That's the issue. She is eight months. Actually, eight months exactly today. Aw. Yeah. I think she's two. No. <laughs> You're so off. I think I think it's two, but I'm not sure. Let's agree to disagree. How's that sound? Uh, no. It's two months off. Okay, let's find out what Steve needs your help on. Now, do you have other tips in your daddy tips? I know you usually do three. Yeah, I got a couple of short ones, too. All right, here we go. I'm Steve, and I'm a double daddy. I got tips, and hopefully they're not baddie. Hi, I'm Steve, and I'm a double daddy. And I've learned a lot of things over the past few years, and I want to pass along some of that knowledge to you. This week's first daddy tip is all about baby drool. Ooh, baby drool. My daughter Izzy is teething, and that means she is spilling buckets of drool out of that little mouth of hers. Uh-oh. So we discovered these cute little baby bandanas that snap around her neck and soak up all that drool so she isn't soaking wet by the end of the day. I highly recommend picking up one of these baby bandanas or using a bib to soak up the spittle, because drooling can get pretty gross if you don't address it. I'm Steve, and I'm a double daddy. The next study tip is to check out your local libraries for arts and crafts projects. The local library near my house has free art projects that you can take home with you after your visit. I'm a Last week, we got this awesome kit to make a dragonfly magnet that came with a popsicle stick, some buttons, pipe cleaners, googly eyes, and a magnet. The whole project only took less than 10 minutes to make, but Charlotte loved every minute of it, and she's so proud of her new magnet. Super cool. So check out your local libraries for fun arts and crafts projects. Thank you, Daddy. 
I'm Steve, and I'm a daddy. And the final day tip of the week isn't a tip at all. Instead, I need tips from you. Last week, I talked about how my infant daughter doesn't like sleeping in the crib anymore, and how she will only sleep in her bouncy chair. Well, that has really messed up the sleeping in our house because one person has to sleep on the couch right next to her. So we need your help. Please, please give me tips and tricks on how to get my daughter to sleep in her crib again. She will only sleep in it for about 30 to 45 minutes before waking up crying and needing to be rocked back to sleep. So text, email, or message via the app. It's a free download. And tell me what we can do. I'm Steve, and I'm a daddy. And now it's time for an awesome dad joke. What's the difference between a hippo and a zippo? One is really heavy, and the other is a little lighter. <laughs> Get it? Because zippos are lighter. That's Steve, and he's a new <laughs> Hopefully these tips weren't really baddy. Okay, bye-bye. Bye-bye. Okay, so let's have a little conversation here, Steve. So uh, first off, was she saying, baby Charlotte, please, please help me, or PP Salty? Because I don't speak baby. Please, please help me. And then the other thing she said <laughs> was, uh, click of six, please help. Okay. So cute. So the the issue is what? this? The, you, you need your kid to sleep in the crib, right? Yeah. So I, I think it was like probably about three weeks ago, Izzy just started waking up all the time after like 30, 45 minutes, like I said, of sleeping in the crib. She wakes back up. You have to pull her back out. You have to rock her back to sleep. We've tried the whole thing where you just let her cry it out. That doesn't happen. She mm-hmm. cried for like 45 minutes, and finally she was like hyperventilating. She was crying so much. Wow. We're like, okay, we're not going to do this again. And then basically she has this little tiny bouncy chair that sits slightly inclined, and I think uh-huh. that's what she got used to is just sleeping on a slight incline. Okay. So basically all we have to – we just have to set that in front of the couch and sleep there because technically the thing isn't safe for sleep. No. I mean, it's safe enough when we're right there, but it's we're not happy with it. We're – Starting to freak us out a little bit, and we you're not the, to figure it out. You're not the first parents this has happened to, I'm sure. Yeah. And there are little solutions. I, I of course, gave a great solution, which was put a little brandy in her mouth. That's what they, that's what they say back in the day, right? Uh-huh. Yep. So yep. Knock her out. However, we need you to text in with some ideas or message via the app, free download, or whatever for Steve, if you can help him out here real quick. And then he's going to you know, apply them and see if they work. Because this is a tough one, and she is actually, you said, eight months old today. Yes, it's her eight-month birthday. Okay, I don't think that's a thing. It's a birthday. I, I think that's weird. <laughs> eight-month it's birthday. A, somebody said, I get a mattress wedge. Somebody else said, uh, we used to have that problem with a kid. So what we did was bought a little musical box that played kids' songs and stuck it under their pillow. Hmm, that's not so, a bad idea. OMG. Rando, texto, message via Apo, free download in Apo Storo. I have a fussy four-year-old who has become the world's pickiest eater. My mother-in-law says I should send her to bed hungry if she doesn't like what I've cooked for her and the rest of the family. I tried doing that once last week but felt extremely guilty. My mother-in-law says it's wrong that I cater to her and cook her what she likes. Is it wrong to send a child to bed hungry? Should a child be punished for being a picky eater? Who do you side with, me or my mother-in-law? More importantly, how do I get my daughter to eat? Okay, so uh, welcome to baby day. Yeah, literally. Here on the show. (laughs) Daddy tips involving uh, your help with a kid, right? Steve's kid. It's the first time ever he's asked for help. And now this rando texto involving 
how do you what do you feed the kids? So Christine, what do you think about this? I, I mean, I'm not a parent, so it's hard. And as far as eating, as long as it's not a weird texture and I'm not allergic, I'll eat it. So yeah. this is, I'm not a picky eater. It's hard. Um, I do kind of agree with the mother-in-law in this, uh, but I say you don't punish her necessarily, but you can't cater to her because otherwise I feel like you're setting up the child to be demanding and then be a picky eater into adulthood. And it's going to cause a lot of problems in the household. So I think you need to set your foot down as a mother and be like, if you are if you don't like it, don't eat. And this <laughs> is her mother-in-law that says she should not be feeding her kid, whatever the kid, you know, like this is the mother-in-law. So you agree with the mother-in-law, am I understanding? Yeah, correctly? now the mother said last week she did try, like she said, I sent her to bed hungry, but she felt extremely guilty. Yeah, So I think that's about... Isn't that the definition of parenting? Yeah, right. guilty. <laughs> yeah, I, I, exactly. I know we need to go to the go to the pro here, but I'll tell you this: my mother grew up in England. She was extremely poor. She didn't have a bathroom in her own home until she was twelve. Uh, very, very poor, and they had porridge all the time. So she promised herself when she was a kid that she would never ever let her kids eat something they don't like. Mm-hmm. That developed, and and Christine, I completely agree with you that that developed bad eating habits Mm -hmm. which is what uh i've had my whole life is bad eating habits and a really sensitive palate and if i don't like something i don't eat it and it becomes uh kind of a pain yeah right i'm also really picky when it comes to my beverages though so whatever (laughs) Uh, so i would say listen to your mother-in-law she's right she might be annoying in the way that she's doing it because what the mother-in-law say she's going to do, that's pretty extreme. Uh, the mother-in-law says I should send her to bed hungry if she doesn't like what I have cooked for her and the rest of the family. I tried doing this but felt guilty. My mother-in-law says it's wrong that I cater to her and cook what she likes. Steve, what do you think? I, I wouldn't send the kid to bed hungry, but I'm also a sucker for that, and Charlotte manipulates me because sometimes she'll just want to stay up a little bit later and so say right before she has to go to bed, I'm hungry, can I have a snack? And I'm like, yes, dear, of course you can have a snack. She knows what she's doing. <laughs> I know exactly what she does. Doing. But so I, I, I'm, I'm, I, I just wouldn't send him to, hung, uh, to bed hungry either just because it, it depends on what time you're like feeding him at night. If you're feeding him at 5 and the bedtime's like 9 and then they, they don't eat for like hours and hours yeah. that just seems kind of mean they could still live i mean they could still live yeah but i mean i mean is it okay to send your bed to a kid a kid to bed hungry you're i guess so funny. it's not like you're killing the thing you know like, no you're not killing the thing but. all right let's find out what do you guys think click a six weighing all the ways Rando texto message via Apple free download. Welcome to uh, what feels like kid day mm-hmm. on the show. So, a sister with a brain is giving her kid basically what whatever they want. I have a fussy four year old who says who has become the world's pickiest eater. My mother in law says I should send her to bed hungry if she doesn't like what I've cooked for her and the rest of the family. I tried doing it once last week, felt extremely guilty. My mother in law says it's wrong that I cater to her, cater to her and cook what she likes. Basically, she wants to know, is it wrong to send a child to bed hungry? Who's right or wrong in the situation? More importantly, how do I get my daughter to eat? Okay, so Steve, I saw you talking to about six or seven different people off the air. I know Jen wanted to come on the air. What do you think, Jen? Well, I am have a family of six. I'm a new mom because my boyfriend and his kids moved in, and there's four kids. Okay, wow. Okay, how, what are the ages of these kids? Good Lord. Um, he's got twin 10-year-olds, and there is a 13-year-old and a 15-year-old. Okay, so uh, I'm assuming, do, are they picky eaters? Uh, yes. Okay, so what do you do? 
So um, I make one meal and tell them if they don't like what's being served, they're welcome to make themselves a peanut butter sandwich and put jelly on it. Or there's usually lunch meat in there that they can make a, a sandwich of some sort if they don't like what's being made. Yeah, or like, uh, shut up, kid, get used to it. Do you ever say that? <laughs> kind of, kind of. I don't have the time working a full-time job to make a meal for six different people. And so do- if they want to eat the one thing I make, great. If not, they're on their own to find something. Do they ever look at you and say, yeah, whatever. You're just another one of dad's girlfriends. Um, they, well, kind of. Uh, <laughs> not necessarily one of his girlfriends. But <laughs> I've heard that you're not my mom. Oh, oh yeah. Wow. You're not my mom. Okay, well, you're not my kid. Then don't eat my food. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Seems logical to me. I love it, Ben. I mean, my God. Like, that's the thing. Like, it's the, the hook to this. And thanks for the call, Jen. The hook to this. Christine uh, and and Steve, you're like I don't want Charlotte to go to bed hungry. She, that's her trick. She'll say she's hungry. Yeah, the kid's not gonna die in 24 <laughs> no. hours if Christine seems to get a kick out of this. It is. It's hilarious the way you said it. Well, it's so, but it's true. Like mm-hmm. the, the kid's not gonna you know pass away if the kid doesn't eat. Fact. No, but being hungry sucks. It does suck, <laughs> but like life's tough. Suck it up and learn yeah. to eat what mom and dad make for dinner. <laughs> I, 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 so you like as far as the texting goes, Christine. Are people agreeing with the concept of don't let your kid choose what they want? It's going to mess them up later in life. Yeah, I really like the concept. It's kind of like what Jen is saying. A lot of parents suggested that you definitely need to have them do like try it bites. Okay. Or some people say three bites that are not small. Like you have to take the three bites. And if you absolutely hate it, you can make your own sandwich. You can make your own meal because mom is not your short order cook. Oh, wow. That's true. <laughs> it's true. My yeah. mother used to, you know, like we had a, there was a some sale or whatever at McDonald's years ago. And she had like 25 frozen hamburgers in the freezer from McDonald's. Okay, Fish, would you look just like, you know, if you don't want this, do you just want a hamburger from the freezer? I'll never forget it for the rest of my life. Uh-huh. It was the, the best day. I, I think I, I ate all 25 in a week. <laughs> yeah. I need food now. Big baby. Big, I'm a big baby. Yeah, so I, I, I don't understand the, the but we again, we don't have kids. It's got to suck, especially if your kid's saying she's hungry and your wife is like, I would imagine, Steve, if, or you are like, we somebody feed this kid, right? I mean, we so like Charlotte sometimes won't eat certain things on her plate. She's not really a huge picky eater. But the one thing that I'll always resort to is I'll just straight up tell her if she doesn't try it, she gets a timeout, mm-hmm. and then she'll always try it. Yep. And there's a chance that she likes it. Well, that's good. I yeah. like that. Okay, so that's a good. There's a good little tip to go by right there. I, I, I guess click a six member. Let us know. I'd love a follow up on this. I'd love to see what happens with it. Yeah, and there's so much good advice. So um, make sure to check out our social medias because people are giving awesome advice. And a lot of people also said that to incorporate at least have like three different things, and okay. at least make one or two of them things you know they're gonna eat, and then like make them try that third one. Oh, there you go. That's not a bad idea yeah. either. Let's peep what's totes trending. Totes trending. Oh, what is trending today, my friends? So uh, there's this guy, these two teens, they try to rob a guy, right? And they're going to, you know, take his his money, his stuff, whatever. And uh, he grabbed one of them and he stuck a gun in his face. Like the guy being robbed. And threw him to the ground. Step off, he said. No, you're robbing me. <laughs> I'm carrying. But the story I want to share with you right now is not 
the concept of concealed carry or carrying a gun or all that stuff. We're not, we're not, we're not that. You're, we're not that party. Mm-hmm. You're looking for that party. That's not here. So uh, it's the kid who's got the gun in his face because uh, his buddy's going to start saying, let him go. And the man being robbed is going to say, get the bleep out of here. Okay. But listen to this guy, this teenager who's robbing the guy. Oh, he's just... Yeah. Do you hear that? (laughs) Like a little, you know what? It sounds like, uh, what's his name? The guy from uh, Wall Street's, uh, it's not Joaquin Phoenix, it's Jonas. uh, It's not Jonas, it's uh, Jonah Hill. Sounds like Jonah Hill screaming in the movie Accepted, which is an old Mm -hmm. college movie movie. from way back in the day. Again, here's the scream again. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, come on. (laughs) (laughs) That is amazing. Like, that is the highest scream ever. I bet you he, I wonder if he was scared enough to where he'd never do it again. Uh, Hopefully. Have you ever been so scared that you saw, like, can you imagine that guy on a roller coaster? I'd be freaked out if I was in the car behind him or in front of him. Oh, my God. I think the amount of people who are going to be roasting him online for that scream will assure he doesn't do that stuff again. (laughs) Hamburger. And and don't. Don't try and rob people. You never know. And don't. My theory has always been, and this is going to sound smurfy, but what's the point of trying to pick a fight with somebody? What's the point of it? You're going to pick a fight with somebody, and then what if they have a, you have a knife, they have a gun, you know, it's not a knife, this is a knife, it's a big knife, it's, yeah. it's just not worth it. And there's a little, there's, there's your moment for the day. Tomorrow is Earth Day, and Taco Bell... Run for the border, come on in, cause Taco Bell's done it again. Yeah, Taco Bell has announced that they will be recycling their hot sauce packets instead of throwing them away. And they want you to know that. Thank you, Taco Bell. Yeah, thank you. I love Taco Bell. You leave them alone, Christine. For like, I sense your sarcasm. <laughs> well, no, I'm glad that they're finally taking part in recycling. I'm sure they have before this, but now we're talking about hot sauce packets. Mm-hmm. How many of them do you think they throw away in a year? That is the question I want to ask right now. How many hot sauce packets do you think Taco Bell throws away in a year? Steve? 10 million. 10 million. Christine? Oh, I was going to say t- I was going to say 2 billion. I mean 2 billion? <laughs> Good, babe. You're closer than Steve and you're still not there. No way. Yeah. It's higher? Higher. Than 2 billion? Tomorrow's Earth Day Taco Bell said that later uh that later this year they'll start recycling their hot sauce packets instead of throwing them out. Higher than 2 billion they throw out each year. How much do you think? I'll go with 10 billion. Steve? <sighs> I guess I'll go with 15 billion. And why don't you just go lower than 10? I will go 7 billion. <laughs> Steve, you won. All right. It's 8 billion packets. Wow. Not sauce packets. Hot sauce yep. packets. So here's my question. Why are you making them at this point? Doing the hot sauce. If you're throwing away 8 billion a year, why not just discontinue hot sauce? Because people love their hot sauce fish. Yeah. They need their hot sauce. It's not even that good, is it? I'm a mild. Maybe no, a medium if like someone's... hot. Oh, mm-hmm. are you? Mm-hmm. Love the hot Is one. it that good? Yeah. Yeah. My buddy and I, <laughs> when we were in... Uh, when we worked at Disney... I don't know if you know this, but I got my Mousters at Disney. Mm-hmm. I went to Disney University. Wait, I thought or it was no, your doctorate. doctorate. I got my yeah. doctorate. It's been a long time. <laughs> I got my doctorate. And when we worked at Disney... 
we would go to Taco Bell all the time and we would always get a bunch of packets. And in our little apartment in Vista Way, which is the complex mm-hmm. Disney owns but doesn't, because it's like a, a really big hookup spot in the country, so they don't put Disney's brand on it, but it is owned by Disney. Yeah. And you rent apartments. We actually had so many mild sauce packets from Taco Bell when we moved at the end of the semester. We spelled, we went to Taco Bell the night before we left and mm-hmm. spelled thank you in hot sauce packets and giant letters in their draw in their uh, <laughs> parking, parking lot. lot. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Like, that is it would, funny. It would trend now, but back then somebody was like, yep, nope, okay, thanks. Yeah. You know, we're we're kind of hoping they'd reuse them. <laughs> I don't know why they wouldn't so, or why they would. All right, uh, something else is finally gone. It's gone the way of MySpace. It's internet related. It's kind of a big deal for some of you, but Steve will know more about it next. Let's have a conversation about what's gone now. Yes, it's true. We've lost something else. Christine and I were just talking off the air about Ask Jeeves. Christine brought that up. <laughs> Do you remember that, yes. Steve? Ask Jeeves. But I'm actually talking right now. Like, MySpace, I mean, it might even still be there, but no one really uses it, right? Mm-hmm. Everybody's always thought Facebook would go that way. But he just buys his competition and reinvents. Yep. It's quite brilliant. So yesterday, a Yahoo's Reddit-style question and answer. You know Yahoo, right? Yeah. Yahoo! Yeah, Yahoo. They have this thing called Yahoo Answers. Steve, what is Yahoo Answers? What was Yahoo Answers? Yahoo Answers is a place where you pose a question and the community will give you answers to said question. So it's Reddit? Uh, no, not really. Oh, they describe it as Reddit styled. Eh, I mean, I guess you can you vote on how relevant the answer is. So they, it just didn't work because of Reddit, I would assume, or no? No, I mean, I just assume that Yahoo is just a dying brand at this point. How sad it's the blockbuster of the internet, right? Oh man, how sad is that? Do you have Yahoo Mail? Well, what is Hotmail still? Hotmail still around, isn't it? I mean, I I think some people still have a, a Hotmail, which I have is Hotmail. so funny. My dad still has an AOL email. Steve has Hotmail. <laughs> yeah, I have Hotmail. It's owned by Microsoft. Yeah, now. Steve's uh, private out-of-work email is Hotmail. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. It's not surprised. Definitely Steve. not Steve, don't tell my wife, at <laughs> Hotmail.com. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, that's your go-to. Yep. So what do you think is going to be the next thing to go, like sweet, sweet Yahoo Answers did? What is the mm. next thing to go, internet or not? That's a real good question. Yeah. All right, think about it. Let's talk about it next. Having a conversation really quickly about Yahoo. So Yahoo yesterday completely, and they told us this was coming. Yahoo! They said uh, more than 15 years after it launched, they stopped doing what's called Yahoo Answers. So if you're wondering, like, so here's what they've stopped doing. They've stopped accepting questions right now. Mm-hmm. So if you're a person that uses Yahoo Answers and you go to do that, they're not going to take your question. But... They're not going to completely dissolve it till next month. So you could look through and see other people's questions and answers, I guess. I don't mm-hmm. yeah, I don't use it. And a lot of people don't use it. Most people use Reddit. And there it goes. Steve says it's not Reddit. It's Yahoo Answers. But, mm-hmm. And that's because Steve is very picky when it comes to the internet. Everyone else that's I know true. says, oh, you know that thing Yahoo has that's like Reddit? Yeah, Yahoo Answers. Yeah, because you can ask questions on Reddit. The difference is there's upvoting, I think, with Reddit. Is upvoting that- and downvoting. Yeah, I mean, that's the same with Yahoo Answers, too, but mm-hmm. I mean, so it's different. So, it's the same thing. No, it's not. <laughs> it's a, so, Steve, what do you think is going to be the next thing to go? It doesn't even necessarily have to be internet, but what do you think the next thing to go is? Because uh, AOL's gone, Blockbuster. Like, the Yahoo has gone the way of Blockbuster with that. Yeah, I, I think real soon, like, physical media 
So like DVDs, oh, video yeah. games, and cartridges and stuff. Mm-hmm. I, I think within the next five years, that's just going to be completely gone. It'll be all streaming services. That's a solid rock hard guess right there, buddy. Thank you. Hand to God. Like, I couldn't agree with you more. I think it'll be all be gone. And just, at first you said physical media. I'm like, bro, we're on the air. We're not physical media. Yes, I think radio will go <laughs> stream. Yes, radio is almost done. <laughs> no, not at all by any means. Okay, Christine, what do you think is going to be the next thing to go bye-bye? Did MapQuest go bye-bye? No, it's still a thing. Is oh, yeah. it really? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you think it's going to be MapQuest? I mean, everyone uses Apple Maps or Google Maps for the most part. No one... Prints really? out their no one prints out their directions from MapQuest anymore. Oh my god, I used to love that <laughs> when I would go on a trip and I'd have my little atlas that I got from uh, my insurance company, and I would print out my thing and I'm like, oh, I missed the exit. What do I do now? There's no rerouting. Yeah, you have to like turn around. That was so cool. So funny. Oh uh, yeah, those were those were always more. Oh, I got lost. Where was it? Connie and I. Connie, uh, we lost earlier this year to cancer. Connie and Fish, air partner. Connie and I uh, went millions of places together, uh, not just for career, but for vacation. I think we were in, like, uh, Toledo or something, and we got lost, and we ended up in Toledo can get kind of sketch. Mm-hmm. So uh, we got well, we got lost there, and then on the way to Florida once we got lost, I was like, hold on, I'm pulling over and getting the atlas, and Connie was like, jeez, come on. That is too yeah, that was, yeah. funny. I, you know, looking at what's going to go away, what's uh, the next thing that's going to be gone, a bunch of members of the Click of Six texted, and there was one that was a little controversial, though, that you mentioned off the air, Christine. Which one? Malls? Malls, yeah, which yeah. I don't see that. There's that physical touch thing. And I'm the person, I know everyone is so into online shopping, but I am totally the person who actually enjoys going to the mall yeah. and physically shopping and trying on my clothes. And it's just, I love going to the mall, but it sucks because it doesn't just have that same energy. Well, like that it it used, used to. Well, it's, I think that's more of a COVID thing. Well, even than before a, COVID, because oh, really? everyone shops online for convenience. But. I mean, it's true. I mean, Amazon stock would have been nice a little over a year ago. We all agree on that, I can. I think. Oh, right? yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, whether you love them or hate them, you definitely got to agree on that. Uh, sidebar, were you spanked as a kid? Uh, Yeah, sometimes I was. Okay. Are you as an adult? No. <laughs> I want to talk about kids and spankings here in just a second. Steve, we're going to let you kind of uh, decide what you're going to share next about this one because you have kids. Mix 95.7. In less than 20 minutes, we will be doing today's text question of the day, Christine, which is what is something someone could write in their online dating profile that would be an immediate turnoff to you? You're just like, oh, I'm yeah. Yeah, that's not hot. Not hot, right? So if you could message him with that right now, you could text via the app. It's or call. One of a conversation about the ball. The, the hammer's been thrown out. The ball's been tossed. The question is, is spanking bad for your kids? Now, click a six. You can kind of control the dialogue on this conversation. But I want to talk about Eva Mendez right now. Do you know who Eva Mendez is? Yes, of course. She's an actress, and she actually is married and has kids with Ryan Reynolds. Okay, there you go. She's married to Ryan Reynolds? Mm-hmm. That's Blake Lively I thought was married oh, to sorry, Ryan Oh, sorry. Yeah. Uh, R- Ryan Gosling. Boom! See what I did there, Steve? I did. You corrected me. Miss Entertainment over here just got shat. I get the Ryans <laughs> mixed up. Oh, it doesn't matter. It's too late to defend yourself. I have one. Okay, back to Eva Mendez. Yeah. So she's married to the Gosling, right? So she was talking about her thoughts on spanking kids. Now, I don't know why she would answer this. This is such a polarizing topic because you're going to really make people is. mad. Uh, and she said, quote, spanking does for a development, a child's development what hitting a spouse does for a marriage. Mm-hmm. That is what she said. 
her followers now on social media get mad. They say, uh, I'm so happy. To, uh, she actually ends up having to write, so happy to agree to disagree. Want this page to offer that in a loving way. We all parent our own way, and I have no idea what I'm doing most of the time because she got scared. Because, I mean, the people just like you in this world, in this world, like she has two daughters, by the way, six and four. Mm-hmm. You can't, like, you, you're in Hollywood, you disagree with somebody, you might lose a movie role. Like, it could cost you a million bucks. Well, she sparked a debate. Yeah, she did. And that's did. what was happening. She said, look, my kids didn't come with a manual. Uh, parenting doesn't come with a manual. So when there's something that resonates with me, I pass it on. And lots of love. It's just my opinion. Yeah, Right. exactly. Spanking does for a child's development what hitting a spouse does for a marriage. Now, my question is, Steve, and if you don't want to answer, you don't have to. Uh, spanking. I've never spanked my children. Okay. Were you spanked as a kid? I was only spanked once. Okay. And see, they, you know what's funny? I think that strategically, like, my mom slapped me once, but I was being a smart eye. I don't think, I, I mean, if I got spanked as a baby, I don't even know. My mom did have huge hands, and I think I would remember. <laughs> she had massive hands. They were like the size of the back of a chair, an office chair. Like that chair in your office, that's my mom's right hand was that big. It was a disease. She had big hand disease. <laughs> anyway, the slap I always remember because I, I was being a boosh. But the spanking, do you remember it? Uh, yeah, just because I we had, <laughs> I was like maybe three or four. I don't remember the exact age. We just got a new kitten, and I was all mad that everyone was uh, fawning over it. So I put it in the toilet and tried to flush it. <laughs> wow. So probably wow. deserved that. I mean, wow. the, the, the kitten couldn't fit down the did toilet. Did you say but... the kitten deserved it? No, oh, I said I probably did. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> No, the That'd kid did not deserve it. <laughs> Stupid cat, getting all the attention. I still remember you. You deserve it. Christine, were you ever? Uh... Yes. Okay. Yeah, definitely. Uh... You're, you grew up Chaldean, which is what? Iraqi. Yeah, and but the religion. I, yeah, I'm, uh, it's Iraqi Catholic. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I was I was spanked as a kid. I personally, I think there's a difference between like hitting your kids and spanking your kids. Yeah. I think it's okay. Okay to spank them if it needs, and I don't mean spank them across the face. Like, well, that's a slap. Yeah, spank is your butt. Yeah, so that's a, what I mean. You're I not mean, saying go to the woodshed, get the belt, I'll meet no. you at the woodshed, or go pick a stick in the yard. By no means. Which members of the Click of Six have already texted in? My dad hit me with a stick from the yard, like you know, like in the butt. Mm-hmm. Swatted. A, a swat is a good word, like spank. Yeah, I would say the worst is. <laughs> Getting sorry, hit this... with a slipper. Okay, wow. <laughs> yeah, I think that's a, like a foreign parent thing, to be honest with you. First off, I want to point out Christine's extremely disappointed right now because I said later in the show today, today when I was talking about the show, we're going to talk about spanking, and she got excited. She thought we were going a whole different route. Yeah, she did. Uh-huh. Yeah, off the air, she was like, oh, this is going to be the naughty fish break. I'm like, no. <laughs> she brought out that weird mask with the zipper on it. Yeah. <laughs> like it's Ooh, that, no, too claustrophobic, It's Steve. not that cold in the studio. Why does she have that mask on? It's so odd. Okay, so like, well, so spanked with a shoe is what you're talking about, a slipper. A slipper, yeah, like okay. an actual like house slipper. I just know that your parents listen on the app. I want to qualify that it was your butt, not your face. Like, yeah. the worst thing is getting hit by a slipper. What the heck? <laughs> right? Good Lord. I, I, we all have different upbringings, and we all have different situations, but that is such a polarized thing. Somebody said, bring back spanking. Uh, bring back spanking kids, parents. Growing up being spanked on the rare occasion, if it's rare, this is a quote from a texter, not us, of doing something bad, Taught us lessons and respect. I'll lose the music because of the woodshed thing now. It sounds like I'm making fun of them. Kids nowadays have very little respect for their parents and elders. They all need a good swat 
on the A money sign, money sign, money sign. Somebody else said my parents had a wooden ping pong paddle, and when the baby came to the edge of the fridge, you knew you bleeped up. Oh, dang. The, how would it come to the edge of the fridge? Yeah, I don't know what that means. Yeah, I don't exactly. even. Maybe that's they where they called, kept it? Maybe. Like, if it comes to the edge, what they said it there. My husband got whacked with a two-by-four by his dad by for hitting his sister. His dad wanted to teach him you don't hit girls. All right, well, there's another member of the clique of six weighing in all the ways. We're just talking briefly about the spanking thing, because Eva Mendez said, hey, you know, uh, spank your kid. I'm Eva Mendez. And people went, whoa, mama, slow down. You can't do that. And people got all worked up about it, and there was big drama. That's not what she said. No, <laughs> she said just the opposite. I know. <laughs> I was just seeing if you guys were paying what? attention. Yeah. I was just completely seeing if you guys were paying attention. She went the other way, and people are going after her, going, you know, you don't tell us how to bury your kids. And she's like, "I please don't make it so I can't get movie roles. I'm sorry. Send. I think the bigger issue is, other than spanking your kids, is it, I, personally, the bigger issue is you can't say anything anymore. Like, yeah. that's her parenting style. But that I, I guarantee you, I guarantee you, if she had gone to spank your kids, and again, what did Eva Mendez say more or less, Christine? That if you spank your child, it has the same effect on them as if you, like, hit, hit your, your spouse. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, she's like, same it's, effect it's in the marriage same or dramatic effect. Had she gone the other way, uh, the Department of Child Services probably would have been knocking on her door because somebody would have called them on her. You know what I mean? In, mm-hmm. in this day and age, I think it's. I think we have too much. People have too much access to your information. This is a little deep. Yeah. For Wednesday, but yeah. And I know Christine's bummed out because we're not doing the spanking conversation. <laughs> she said bummed. not the not the one that I expected. Yeah. Well, I just I actually was very curious. We got a ton of responses. You want to just do. pick one more, and then uh, we got to. Well, well, I'll put the stamp on this. All right. Someone said we got our mouth washed out washed out with bar soap. My mom would grind wow. it into our teeth, so we had oh. to get it out with our tongue. Like, honest to oh. God, I love that you're laughing at that, by the way. <laughs> Why is she laughing at it? imagine, like, grinding soap into your teeth? I do think she has an edgy side to her. Apparently so. Like Christine I'm talking about, by the way. Okay, pick one more. Let's end up you not laughing at the girl with the bar soap <laughs> Let's see. I'm trying to find one that you didn't. Read. Okay, so we got via the app all these messages from people apparently starting to share their war stories. Um, uh, <laughs> Someone did answer about the ping pong paddle at the edge of the fridge. Oh, there you go. He said they kept it on top of the fridge for spanking time. So when you were pushing their limits, they would slide it out and you knew you needed to stop or you were going to get a smack on the butt with the ping pong paddle. Ah, wow. Okay, well, now you can stop sharing those war stories and we will move on. <laughs> okay. That's enough. We're going to pull the plug on this bit. All right, text question of the day. Here we go. What's something somebody could write in their online dating profile that would be an immediate turnoff? That is today's text question of the day, Christine. It is. So you are kind of, I mean, you're, I'm going to say this the most respectful way possible because I used to be overly picky. So you are overly picky. I, you and I are very similar in our paths. It's uh-huh. fascinating for me to watch. And I remember Connie, who we lost earlier this year to cancer, of Connie and Fish, saying, Fresh, you're too picky, you know? So you got to loosen up a little bit, give people a chance. I actually remember Connie's husband, Dan, laughing at me. Yeah. And saying, dude, like, good Lord. 
You don't want to date somebody that has a bearded dragon because one day you might fall in love, one day get married, and you don't want bearded dragons all over your house? <laughs> yeah, that was a fact. That was a real conversation. I don't blame you, Fish. I wouldn't want someone with a bearded dragon. But you and pineapple pizza and people that want to, like, uh, take go to the gym and work out is, is, is extremely picky. <laughs> like, I don't care if you want to go to the gym, but Fish, uh, you haven't been on a dating app and the amount of people who post their gym pictures in front of the mirror with their stupidly big muscles is such a turnoff. I started, I tried to start a trend years ago when I was uh, doing this gig in uh, Minneapolis. Yeah. And it was, uh, there was a gym in my apartment complex. And I would go down there after the show when I got home and before I would work out, because I would actually like maybe just go on the treadmill or whatever, but uh, before I would work out, I would do a bunch of gym selfies. (laughs) And I would say gym selfies for people that want to look like they go to the gym but don't really work out. I'm going to go eat lunch and watch TV. <laughs> and it never worked. I thought for sure it was going to be huge. And it just didn't work out. I was like, come on, this could be a thing. But, yeah, so if somebody wants to take that idea and go with it, go ahead. My gift to you. Did you see what you just said, by the way? What? It didn't work out. <laughs> Steve, we're rubbing off on her. Yes, we we're are. We're rubbing off on her. All right, what is something uh, somebody could write on their online dating profile that would be an immediate turnoff? Somebody said, well, let's see, the no drama phrase that all men seem to overuse. Nothing but pics of his toys, animal kill pics, sexy no shirt pics when they should be covered up. Marijuana is for me, those that uh, don't embrace their baldness and have hats on in every pic. Filtered pics and pouty lip pose, too. Really, guys? Unbelievable. Yeah, guys making pouty lip faces? That's a no-go. That's See, I would do that. <laughs> I want to, like, I want to, I, I almost want to be single so I can make, like, the weirdest online dating profile ever. That would be entertaining. <laughs> I, it's fun. I want to do it with you, too. Just, like, let us get a photo of you and make you a dating profile, and we'll let the click of six write it. Oh, that would be funny. And it'll be the most extreme dating profile ever. If you want to do it, think about it tonight if you want to do it. We'll talk about it more tomorrow. Okay, back to today's text question of the day. What's something someone could write in their online profile that would be an immediate turnoff? Here's a couple, like, bullet point ones here. Between jobs. I'm in a multi-level marketing business. Uh, Some call it a pyramid scheme. Uh, Long walks on the beach. Yeah, right. (laughs) Somebody else said political stuff. Uh, Somebody else said add add me on Snapchat, which is usually a hook for money, I think, from what I've heard. Or, Or... so that they can send unsolicited pics. <laughs> oh, really? Is that, uh-huh. what you, is that what you do? I've gotten some on Snapchat. They are not welcome. Really? Not anymore? Did you get too many? Uh, thankfully, I feel like they're not as big as they used to be. Like, oh, okay. as, like it's not done as often. Hey, just get out of the shower or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> somebody said unemployed. Uh, somebody, uh, Quite a few people. There's a trend to one of them that we're going to talk more about in a sec, but quite mm-hmm. a few people have had said smoking or chewing tobacco or ex-wives as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, somebody said, I only like skinny girls as their answer for today's text question of the day. What's something someone could write in their online profile that would be an immediate turn off? Vegan. No work history. I live in my parents' basement. <laughs> somebody wrote that? Yeah. <laughs> Unless you were helping your parents. Yes. Which would be awesome. That should, that'd be a turn on, right? Yeah, I agree. Beautiful Bonnie. What is something that somebody could write on their uh, online dating profile that would be a turnoff for you immediately? What they smoke. Okay, so smoking's a big turnoff for you without a shadow of a doubt. Oh, big time. And and unfortunately, people don't read. I'm on a dating profile. And all the time, I'll get these guys that smoke regularly or, you know, <laughs> like, 
Okay, so you well, didn't read. What if they think you're smoking hot? Is if they use the word smoke? <laughs> is that just an immediate no? Is that okay? Yeah, no, that's that's yeah, nope. Okay, nope, nope. Can't even that. anything with the word smoke in it. Got yeah. it. What no. if they're a firefighter and they and they deal with a lot of smoke? Well, you know they're cheesy if they if they start off with those kind of one-liners. Uh, True. Dude, if Fair I was point. a firefighter, I would say something with the word smoke, and I would say, I don't want to deal with any hose. Yeah. I get enough of that at work. <laughs> and I'd say, come on, buddy. That would be at least a little fun. Thanks for the call. Let's kick into the top five-ish. What's something someone could write in their online dating profile that would be an immediate turnoff? Married man seeks sister wife. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> Uh, let's go here. Uh, where's a pink bunny suit to bed every Tuesday? That's really specific. <laughs> it is very specific. What does that mean? The first thing I could think of was... that was, from a guy or a girl, do you know? That was from a female. And oh, that's kind of hot. I, uh, the first thing I could think of was from a Christmas story, that pink bunny oh, suit yeah. he had to wear. Uh, <laughs> let's go to number four. What's something someone could write in their online profile that would be an immediate turnoff? My ideal first date would be grabbing a drink and some laughs, and then you could come meet my parents. On a first date? No thanks. No, my parents were always the closer, man. I would wait about a month and a half in, two months or whatever. Yeah. However it fell, take them to meet my parents. My dad used to take a picture on the same couch of all the different girls I brought home in the same position, and he was going to make a photo album of all the girls I brought home. (laughs) It was hysterical. And he's a child psychologist. He's retired now, but he'd show up... One of them, uh, this girl, Lori, I was dating when I went to Central Michigan University, where I would eventually meet Connie. Uh, I took her home, and she was nervous that he was a child psychologist. So he opens the door, and he has a notepad in his hand, and he's like, Hello, Lori. It's nice to meet you. Tell me a little bit about yourself. (laughs) And she got so nervous. Now, coincidentally, the three of us would end up playing racquetball the second time they met, and he would miss a complete ball that was being hit to him easily by Lori because he was looking at her butt. Oh, that's too funny. (laughs) And my mother was watching from above and went, David! All right, number two. What's something someone could write in their online profile that would be an immediate turn off? A A selfie profile pic of them in the bathroom mirror with nothing but a towel wrapped around their waist and flexing. And the caption under that picture, by the way, it says... Why do the nice guys always finish last? Oh my God. <laughs> have you seen that guy? I, ha- I mean, I've seen the guy you're describing, but not with that caption. That is hilarious. So most people have said cats. Anything about cats. Was Christine was upset about this. I was very upset. So many people said they're saying no if they have anything to do with cats. So, another member of the Click of Six is number one on the text question of the day today. What's something someone could write in their online profile that would be an immediate turnoff? Number one. And and she went on to say, funny thing is, I'm a cat person. I'm just not this much of a cat person and sent the following link. Um, so anyway, I am a cat lover, um, and I love to run. I'm sorry, I'm thinking about cats again. I love this. I love this video. I just, I think about how many don't have a home and how I should have them and how cute they are and their ears and the whiskers and the nose. I just love them and I want 
them and I want them in a basket and I want little bow ties. I want them to be on a rainbow and just in my bed and I just want a house full of them and I just want to still roll around. <laughs> How amazing is that woman? She's pretty great. She's a great kisser. I'm not going to lie, we dated for a year. You ready to get funky?